Hi, this is Derek Brady, and you listen to the FSF Podcast. The show featuring jokes your parents would approve of, but never understand. Our show is brought to you by our charity sponsor, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, which supports the Wish Upon a Teen Foundation that helps out sick kids when they need it most. And just imagine the comfort you'll give Red Shirt Crewman number 616. He'll know that when he puts the, on the red shirt and joins the fight, that he didn't leave his family destitute and without hope because the Red Shirt Widows and Orphan Fund has his back and what's left of his phaser. All right, so our guest today is a rising star in the TV and film world with a hit show on the Bounce TV network called Johnson. Now, this show has been well-received by both critics and fans alike, so we are very excited to talk to one of Michigan's own, Derek's Brady. Welcome to the show, Derek's. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Tim Kathleen. Thank you. Yeah, Here. we're we're excited. Anytime we get to chat to about uh, to somebody from the Mitten State, we're always excited. Right? Hey, yeah, yeah. I, my, although my family's like, if you don't get back here in a couple of years, we're not we're not going to count that you were from here. So I got <laughs> I got to make it happen. They're That's not going right. to claim it. Oh man, got to get got to get your Mitten cred back. So. <laughs> yeah. So the entire FSF crew uh, is from this great mitten state of Michigan. Kathleen and her husband are, are from the east side of the state over by, by Lake Huron. Uh, our buddy Nick, who is not able to be here with us tonight, uh, he's a, our landlocked uh, crumbudgeon in the middle of the state. He's going to love that, by the way. Uh, and I am on the west side of the state, just 40 minutes north of your birth town, Grand Rapids. Okay. Um, so here's what I – because I was looking through some some different stuff. We like to call it – um research other people would call it stalking but we were checking <laughs> out different information about you uh on the interwebs and i want to so i was looking at all these different things and one of the stories was you know about some of the things that you did or your family did uh with the store and, and all that kind of stuff the, the little corner store um but i was wondering what was your favorite memory about growing up in michigan and why is it always better than that state to the south of us well that's funny i guess you know <laughs> My, I guess my favorite memories with my family, like we all get together, everybody's eating full, laughing, joking. Someone's going to start dancing or someone's going to start singing or doing something. I think, I think having those, those family memories are fun, um, telling stories and hearing about some of my uncles and aunts, what they did when they were kids. I think back to that and I was like, yeah, I think those, those, that would be my favorite memories. Um, always good when we all get together and, and eat, of course, got to, sure. got to have food. Um, so that's what I remember. And then, you know, I have another favorite memory is that during the summers, um, there was a place called Camp Paul and we'd all go up, uh, to that and mm -hmm. we'd go swim in and play basketball and they have all the recreation stuff and that we'd be there all day. All, like my mom, my mom was someone that was like, you got to check in like every 30 minutes, but it was too far. So, you know, my grandmother would always be like, they're good. They're okay. They're okay. But yeah, I have fun. Um, that, that's also my favorite memory. That's awesome. There is nothing good. like there is nothing like Michigan in the summer. It's either right? the absolute most beautiful, perfect, gorgeous weather, or you feel like you're gonna melt. There is no I, in between. There's no in between. I mean, you go to tie your shoe and you just start sweating. Just shirt soap, gotta change it. It's yeah. like so <laughs> that was that today. Is, that is today. <laughs> oh, you guys are feeling it. Nah, oh, okay. oh yeah. We are. Yeah. We are. Uh, we were we over ninety percent humidity today. It was mm. yeah. And last couple I don't feel bad not being there today, so I get it. No, and it's no. it's funny, is it's the ninety percent humidity, but also the technically we're in near drought conditions because we haven't had a solid rain. But then it's wow. ninety degrees, so your grass is crispy, but you feel like you're 
sweating just breathing and ugh. that's yeah tough. the the last couple days here on the west side of the state we had uh 99 98 and then 99 percent humidity so when you walk outside with 90 degree temperatures it's like you're stepping into a really crappy shower uh <laughs> yeah i'm good i'm good out here it's hot but it's not we don't have all the humidity though right right yeah. And and they always try to tell you that it's just, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. It's such a Michigander saying of the, it's mm. not the heat, it's the humidity that does you in, but it's true. Which bullcrap, it's both of them. <laughs> it's the combos, the combo. It gets you every time. Uh, so in my research, I found an article about 10 things that you don't research. know about Derek's Brady. It, you sent it to me. It was yeah, research. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So in this article, it mentioned a few of your favorite movies including hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, hands down. Right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can watch it. it there's <laughs> no way if it comes on, there's no way I could change the channel. And I just watch it because you're still going to find things out of it. So I love it. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Oh, for sure. So I'm going to say it before Tim gets a chance. Tim compares Star Wars to his marriage frequently. That okay. It is there for him in sickness and in health. And till death does he part. Like okay, that's not how okay. I say it. You just screwed it up. Thanks a lot. Well, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> You're going to quote me. Quote me right. I'm taking artistic credit. So what's the quote? I'm curious now. I always say it's in sickness and in health and and uh, uh, in good times and in bad. Okay. Okay. All oh, right. So sorry. Not in not till death do you part because when you die you're going to have them cremate your movies with you, right? So that you're oh, still yeah. not parted from them. Hell yeah, they're going with me. <laughs> I got them suckers on Blu-ray for a reason, baby. <laughs> I'm, so, you know, I'm, I'm so mad at myself because when I was a kid, I had the Han Solo gun, which is hard to find. I mean, you can find it now, but I had it. And when I was a kid in fifth grade, like our house caught on fire, so I, it burned up. But oh. man, I still think about that gun. I'm like, I really, that was like, just, the, it was the coolest. I had the saber, but the, not many people had the Han Solo gun. Right, so, right. Yeah, that was special. So you've been a Star Wars fan for a long time then. Ever. Forever. Because it's the yeah. best. So are you a fan of all things Star Wars? All of the movies? Or it's okay if you say that you don't like the sequel trilogy. That's fine. <laughs> I appreciate them. I will go on record saying I appreciate them. <laughs> right? Like I saw them all. Mm -hmm. So Fair. I appreciate them. But you know, it you just there's just nothing like the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi. There's, I will say uh, Revenge of the Sith was close for me. Mm -hmm. That was close for me. That was kind of yeah, like yeah, back yeah. in the lane. But right. yeah. So then what are your thoughts on the new shows? I like the Obi-Wan. The Boba Fett, uh, I mean, the finale, okay. But I was a little, it, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't keep me in. I, although I watched them, but it didn't keep me in. But the mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi, I, I really enjoyed it. And I like the Mandalorian, of course. And I, I feel like I feel like Book of Boba Fett was really just like a half chapter of Mandalorian. Like I, I feel like it was it was a pre-Mandalorian season, but yeah. I am excited yeah. to see where they go from here with it. All right. Like I if that's all of the Boba Fett that we get, then sure, we got more Boba Fett. That's cool. Right. But what's no, next? I, I we're gonna see Boba and Fennec Shand in the Mandalorian, I'm sure. And I think you're going to see Boba returning to his butt-kicking ways because at the end of uh, the season there, he looks at Fennec and says, maybe this life isn't for us. 
Right. Oh, wow. You got so, right. down. Okay, Tim. I see. And I'm, okay. I'm almost feeling like, and this is probably completely wrong and I'm going to get laughed at and that's totally fine. With Mandalorian, how the relationship between Dinjar and, and Grogu has become that father-son relationship. I almost feel like we're going to get like Grandpa Boba Fett. And I love mm. that idea. Like, mm. I feel like it's going to, that Boba and Mando are going to team up a little bit more and they're both going to help train our, our dear little, our dear little Grogu. I like that. I like that idea. I, I'd I watch mean, that. It could happen. And like my, my husband has this theory that all of the, the shows like Mandalorian and Boba Fett are actually leading up to Grogu's story that he's really the the main character of all of this is where Grogu is going and what Grogu does next and he's got some he's got some elaborate theories on Grogu becoming king of Mandalore which uh, I would John like. has theories I'm shocked and surprised oh I know right do you think uh do you think that um Luke Skywalker will be more part of it since we what we saw no. I don't know I don't do you think, think so you think that's no, I, I think we had the cameos that we had and I think you'll see him show up once or twice more. Okay. But I don't think think you'll see anything sustained. I think because Grogu went to the way of the Mandalorians and not to the way of the Jedi. Right. We're kind of done with Luke, but I don't feel like we're necessarily done with Ahsoka. Like. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's because Ahsoka always comes back. (laughs) What is your guys' favorite out of the three? Out of the originals, out of the Star Wars Empire Return, Empire, yeah, yeah. Actually, absolutely, really... positively, Empire. See, it's a really, really close call for me because I usually say Return of the Jedi. Like, really, yeah. she really, really loves the knee-high murder bears. I really, really, really love Ewoks, um, <laughs> but also I think that was because I grew up watching the movies, right? And so, the original, I mean, like. The original series was the original trilogy was out long before I was born, but then I was the prequel generation. So like when mm. the, the first three came out, I was the target audience for the first three. Okay. And playing off of going from Ewoks to Jar Jar, I feel like I, they they captured me in with the cute. They went from Ewoks to Jar Jar to the Porgs to Okay. So it's your fault. They're gonna they're they're gonna keep keeping me in with the the cute stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Find out uh, that rancors are really just giant pit bulls, and I'm locked into yeah. life. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Yeah, honestly, um, Empire is not just my favorite Star Wars movie; it's my favorite movie of all time. So that's oh really? It is a yeah. really really good movie. Yeah, and I agree with you wholeheartedly that that uh, Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith ha- was right there it's right it's it's pretty high up on my list of top star wars movies it's yeah i feel like they that was more like a throwback they kind of something they went back it was like okay they had the blueprint i I really enjoyed it and honestly that that whole lightsaber duel between obi and and anakin at the end and you know i mean even though we knew what was going to happen where it was going it was still awesome to watch it unfold i remember watching it at, at the movie theater um I'm not exactly quietest at the movie theaters. I'll I'll be honest. You're not quietest ever. Nobody asked you. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, when uh, 
when when Anakin got his legs cut off, I may have I may have yelled a few things, but okay. yeah, uh, but yeah, it, yeah, that was just that was a really cool movie experience. I they didn't did a great have job. Yeah, I mean, did you yell? Did you yell when when Darth's when his head helmet finally went on? Were oh. you one of those? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that was a moment. I was like, yes, yeah, that was a moment. And- that was a moment. That was one of the things when when they announced that they were going to do the Obi Wan series that I'm like, <gasps> we get Vader, yeah, we get yeah, Vader. I Vader. Hayden, I'm, I was glad that Hayden returned for that. Yes, and he did so well. Yeah, the he redemption did. he needed. It was the redemption yeah. he needed. He did. But, need that. I mean, I honestly, other than episodes eight and nine, I I love all of the movies. Like really, eight I. I actually haven't watched all of nine yet because I got mad and shut it off. <laughs> okay. We're going to make her watch it. Did you guys days. go into the solo? Did you guys watch? I mean, of course mm-hmm. you watched. What would you guys think? I liked solo. I, I hated it, um, but I, I enjoy it now. I had, see, here's the problem. My favorite all-time character in Star Wars is Han Solo. Okay. So I am, my, my son's middle name is Harrison. One of my son's middle name is oh, Harrison. Wow. Okay, so okay. I'm, I, I'm I'm full in on this, uh, and uh, you know, so for me, I went in with a bit of a chip on my shoulder anyway, and it was nothing that Alden Emmerich did wrong. He's a fine actor. He did his job. He did what he was paid to do. It's just it to me, it wasn't Harrison Ford, so it didn't count. Yeah, I thought the casting on that, you know, no disrespect to him, no diss to him, but I thought the cast. I I didn't think he was the right for Han, but mm-hmm. I actually still enjoyed it. I still liked it, and um, but I did feel like that was off to me. Um, you know, I like Danny Glover as, uh, as Lando. Mm-hmm. I bought it. Oh, um, yeah. And Woody Excellent. Harrelson always shows up and does his thing. But, yeah, that, the, the, the Han Solo character, that's such a big part of it that I was like, I, did, I just didn't see the correlation. There was no, there was really never a time where I thought there was a connection. Maybe when he was down um, in that, whatever that was with Chewie, that mm-hmm. chemistry for a little bit but other than that i just didn't see it you yeah. know the the thing for me is that you know, like i said I, I it was mainly just a it wasn't harrison ford thing and so i kind of discredited mm-hmm. a lot of the movie um but one of the things i love about doing this show is that some of the people we have on they'll come and they'll they'll give us their perspective on right. different things um yeah. and so i've had my perspective altered not only for that movie but episode eight as well i i hated the last jedi actually i love it now um okay and so I've had, I just have, I've had to learn to look at things in a slightly different way and, and look at the story in a different way. And it's really kind of helped me, um, mm. you know, kind of, kind of change my perspective of how that movie, I haven't found a perspective that I like for, for, um, uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker yet. I'm, I'm working on that one. I don't hate the movie, but it's not my favorite. There's, there's a lot of small, there's a lot of small issues and I still don't like the fact that they screwed over Finn. So I'm having a hard yeah. time with all of that. But yeah, I, 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 it's not one of my favorites. So and I, I liked eight, but I, I feel like I was I was not in the the best mindset when I saw <laughs> eight to make a solid decision about the movie. Okay. Um, because that one it. came out in 2017, so I would have seen it January of 2018. So I was newly pregnant. Oh, okay. I was not in the, in the best of mind places at that point. Um, so having it be Carrie Fisher's last movie and 
I I got a little emotional about it being the last time we saw Princess Leia because Princess Leia is my favorite. Right. But I, and then with episode nine, I haven't actually seen it because I've been raising a tiny person that I have trouble sitting still for a movie. And Right. But I loved Rogue One. Rogue One was the best. Like, there you go. As independent and weird and an offshoot as it was, it was a lot of fun. Wow. That's funny that you saw that that was Empire was one of my favorites. That's true. I had to put that in there. Hey, yeah. you know what, though? It was the I'm like, hey, he's a he's a Star Wars fan. We can talk <laughs> Star Wars. We could Absolutely. talk Star Wars all day as I have four Star Wars Funkos over there. Tim's got like 50 behind him. <laughs> so, well, before we go on on any more of a Star Wars tangent, because trust me, that could be a thing. We mm-hmm. could just. Yeah. Let's get back to let's get, get back to you. Derek's. Yet. I could have. Well, you could have. That's true. <laughs> But let's get back to Derek's here and let's talk a little bit more about you, okay? okay. Uh, so let's. I love origin stories. She loves origin stories. We're nerds. It's great fun. Um, and you're obviously, as a Michigan man, that makes us a fan of you already. Right. But in the stories, the story of Derek's Brady, what were your in, what were your influences in your early life that made you want to reach out to be an entertainer? You know what's funny? When I think back, it was my mom. You know, there was two things that she she did. One, we would always go to the movies and we'd see double features. Like back, remember that? Do you guys remember mm-hmm. there used to be double features where you go and you pay like, I, it was a compromise of a fee. It was like the, in the middle yep. of what it would be for two tickets or one and you get to see two. Um, and so we'd go and we'd watch them and we'd just hang out and it's like some of my favorite times. Then some of my other times that wasn't favorite in the beginning but always ended that way is... Um, you know, I'd go outside and sometimes there would be weekends where like my friends were either not home or left somewhere with their parents. And so I didn't have anyone to play with like I wanted. I'd be going in and out, just bored. And my mom would go, come here, just sit down, sit down and watch this with me. And I'd be so angry that I did not want to do that. And then by the end, I would love whatever the movie was and be asking her a million questions. So um, I think my introduction into storytelling and just watching these different fantasies and these different movies with all these different uh, experiences is with my mom and I, I have to credit her. And so there's no, it's no doubt that in watching these stories that I grew up to want to be part of uh, telling stories. So, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. And at, in fact, uh, in Muskegon, uh, Michigan at the Getty street drive-in, they still do double features. And so that's okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of the last remaining drive drive, uh, I call it a drive-through. It's a drive-in. Let's call it that. Um, but yeah, the last one of the last remaining drive-ins that I know of, at least in Michigan, anyway. There's one in Clio. Is there? Oh, okay. I think there's one in Clio. How funny! Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I remember going to see, and I can't believe my mom let me see the movie. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't know if I would have took my little one to that. I saw Lost Boys at a double feature with my mom. <laughs> oh, wow. Like she, she would let me go. And just, I'm surprised that, you know, it didn't freak me out though. I really love it. It's one of my, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. And I can't believe though, cause now I would be like, you know, there's a couple of movies that I, I've tried to play with for my kids. And I'm like, uh, I don't remember it this way. Like I remember even, um, was it Big Trouble in Little China with, with Kurt oh, yeah, Russell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I put that on. I was like, you guys are going to love this. It was fun. I love this. It's all this different. And, Within five minutes of it, there was so many curse words. I was like, "Turn it off." I was like, "Hold on, time out." <laughs> right. I don't. I don't know how I missed that, but yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah, but I. I that's that was my origin of just my whole intro into that. Yeah, 
I can appreciate that, uh, especially with the your story there may remember, may remind me of when my daughter was about three or four years old. I decided I was going to sit down and watch Goonies with her. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this is the same thing. This is so fun. You're going to love it. There's, you know, uh, there's like pirates and ships and it's right. there's exploring. And a couple minutes in, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> want to watch some Dora? <laughs> yeah, like, uh yeah, it was it's it's some it's a little different than how we remember it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've actually had that that a couple of times where I've gone to watch something and I will text my mom with me, Why did you let me watch this? <laughs> yeah. She's like, because you were little and you didn't get the jokes. I'm like, oh, okay. Pretty much. Sense. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Since 1982, Vital Signs and Graphics has been helping professionals with all their image, logo, and design needs. Perhaps you're looking for signs and banners, truck and trailer lettering, business cards, brochures, or other image and marketing aids, Vital Signs and Graphics in-house design studio has you covered. From logos to apparel, start to finish, Vital Signs and Graphics has everything you need to look and feel professional. Call Rick at 231-652-3300. He'll get you noticed. Welcome back to the FSF Popcast. Oh, goodness. So with having your mom be such a big influence and taking you to the to double features, and I love how big of an influence your mom has because moms are the best. And I'm not just saying that because I am one, but moms oh, are the okay. best. <laughs> so... In all of those years of dreaming of being an entertainer, do you have a dream role that you're still reaching for? You know, I do. Uh, I don't know if I'll get there in time. I mean, you know, I, I probably needed to do this maybe five years ago um, and what it would take to get it done. But I, I wanted to do the Nicholas Brothers story. Um, you know, I wanted to be part of that. You know, that was back in in, in the 50s, all the, the tap dancing and all the stuff that they used to do. and. Mm -hmm. Um, I just always like was fascinated with that and Sammy Davis Jr. And so um, I, I want to I, I would love to have done that, um, that and then also Sam Cooke. Um, oh, I would yeah. love the opportunity to be able to play Sam Cooke. So those are like the two uh, stories I really would love to play. I don't know the flexibility. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be able to do the splits jumping from these huge brick like <laughs> stairs like the Nicholas Brothers. But. I just love that whole story and, 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 and of that era and that time of what they were doing and accomplishing um, and the obstacles they overcame. And then I also love Sam Cooke, you know, is one of the mm -hmm. you know most amazing entertainers uh, ever. And so um, those are the two stories that I definitely would love to do. That's awesome. Those are really cool stories to want to be part of, too. Thank you. And honestly, I'm just I'm just looking at your facial structure and everything. I'm like imagining you without a, a goatee and I'm like, you could you could pull off Sam Cooke. Thank Real you. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. I would, I would love to do it. I mean, it's just a fascinating story. And then the way that mm -hmm. he died is like, what? It's so tragic. Oh, crazy. And, 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 and there's so many different perspectives on how he did and how, what happened with that and the shooting. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that he has an amazing story, the trajectory of it and how he was accomplished things, even with Muhammad Ali. People, a lot of people mm -hmm. don't know how close they were. So I, I just think, across the board he was one of the first african-americans that had their own record label and yep and then also dick clark was really huge in and being a bridge for him so there's just that would be an amazing story to tell yeah oh i agree that would be fantastic I would yeah. 
I hope you get to make that happen because I I would, yeah, I'd be there. One hundred percent support that. That would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. I'm yeah. a huge Sam Cooke fan, so to me that would be fantastic. So, yeah. all right, cool. All right, so Derek, you also have some really great credits on your IMDb uh, resume, uh, as long Ooh. as IMDb isn't lying, which we find sometimes it does. But you know, that's a whole other story. But really, like, so yeah. sometimes it's it's not telling the truth. Oh yeah, yeah. We've, we've had it be pretty wrong a couple of times. I've, wow. I, we've, if you go back and you watch uh, any number of our interviews, I'll be like, so according to IMDb, they're like, yeah, well, I was never on that show. All right, cool. Moving on. And okay. uh, <laughs> mine's pretty accurate. Good, I hope so. Yeah, because I, because that's what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you've got some really cool, some really cool uh, uh, items on your resume, like NCIS, JAG, Boston Legal, uh, and also your current show, Johnson, on the Bounce TV network. Um, is I, all the research I've done on that show? It's getting some some amazing reviews. Thank uh, you. People people are comparing it to a modern day Cosby, um, just because of the impact that it, that it has on the community. Mm. And, and and how it's resonating with inside of the community as well. Um, but for those who aren't familiar with the show, can you please describe what the show is and why they should be looking forward to watching it? Oh, sure, sure. Well, the NCIS is not accurate. That's not right. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm like, figures, there's always one. <laughs> I'm joking. I had I had to do that, right? How am I going to let that go? I'm no, I love it. You're going to have that. So. No, I love no, it. That's it, good stuff. NCIS actually was amazing. Just a quick story about that is that yeah, please. one of my first gigs was Chicago Hope with Mark Harmon. Right. And, and when I went to go do NCIS, I'm walking up uh, on the lot and I'm about to do it. And um, um, Mark Harmon goes, hey, Derek's. And I was like, this is like seven years, six, seven years later. And I'm like, you remember me? And he's like, of course, I saw your name on the call sheet. And I was just blown away by that. I was like, this... Mark Harmon is like, he is a real one. Like he's really the guy you think he is. So that was, that was pretty amazing. But um, yeah, for Johnson, um, I'm just really excited about, you know, this show. I'm excited to be part of that show. I feel like we're um, really given some authentic stories that are needed in, in the media as well as in TV. You know, um, a lot of times when I'm watching TV, um, you know, there's certain stereotypes that you, you, you kind of see often and when I look to my left and right, when I look to my friends and my cousins and, you know, it's not the guys that I really see. I see, you know, entrepreneurs. I see I see fathers that are engaged with their kids going to the baseball games and the football games. I see um, college graduates, you know, from Michigan State and, you know, Wolverines. I mean, I see all kind of different people. And so I feel like our show is bringing a balance and it's, it's showing that, wow, there's these men that are collectively different, but still have this unified, uh, you know, experience. And they, you know, they all met in elementary school on the blacktop in alphabetical order and found out they had the same last name, Johnson, but no relation. And they, I always say they just went from friends to family to brothers. And so now, 25 years later, everyone's seeing how they navigate in life and how they encourage each other and lift each other up and how they're kind of you know, uh, going through these different um, obstacles of life as well as getting victories. And uh, it's just an amazing show. I'm just so honored to be a part of it. Excellent. Yeah, the the reviews are fantastic. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned there was one of the threads that I keep I kept re- uh, reading in the reviews was that it was um, 
it was breaking the mold on the stereotype that many people yeah. may have and that yeah. you know you're, you're seeing a different side of presented in the media than what you're going to see in uh you know you know a lot of writers rooms which i think is fantastic thank you, know. you. yeah i mean because you know it's interesting and you'll probably see this even with your own friends but a lot of times on tv when you see someone it's like they're all like the same like they all you know, are, are like kind of like the same kind of person. But I, when I look at my friends, it's like they're all different levels. And so that's another thing that I love about Johnson. It's like here you have all these different personalities, these different guys. You know, I own I play Jarvis Johnson and I own my own brokerage. I have 35 employees and I I'm, I'm huge in real estate. And then you have Omar Johnson, who's played by Thomas Q. Jones, and he's a, a tech developer. And then you have Keith. Johnson, who is an artist and he's a photographer and he's very artistic. And then mm -hmm. you have uh, Greg Johnson, who's just trying to find his way. You know, he's Ubering one day and he might be watching something else on another day. And so, but we're, but we're all best friends. We're all brothers and we, we connect with each other. And so it's, it's interesting to see. I feel like there's, there's no way people are going to watch the show and not be able to relate in some way or fashion to these different characters. And, and, and the other thing that I love is that the women on our show, they absolutely have a voice. Like sometimes it could seem the reaper seed because it's a male POV that it's a, it's like, it's a woman bashing show or it's just talking about men, but it's absolutely not that. And uh, it's come, it's coming from our perspective, but the women on the show really have a voice and um, they're not just placeholders. They're, you know, encouraging us as well as challenging us and, and how we resolve those issues we get to see on the show. That's fantastic. And I feel like that, that's actually a good portrayal of how those relationships should work. But yes, it's a male's perspective, but like you said, the women are involved. And I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that legitimately gets blown to the side and so many sitcoms that women are there for the jokes and that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On, on our show, you know, there's jokes and then there's also heat. I mean, and there's, there's also like, well, how are we going to resolve this and how are we going to work that out? I mean, you see it on social media a lot. It's like some, a lot we're seeing is that, uh, you know, uh, that there's sometimes a divide um, in women's perspectives and men's perspectives. And, and so I feel like our show is contributing to kind of bridging the gap, making that a little smaller so we can really authentically see from each other's perspective um, and try to figure out from a perspective that we might not have had before watching the episode. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. So jumping from your show to something that I know is close to your heart, from what I understand, from what I've read, you and your wife are big advocates for nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Including the Young Warriors Project. Absolutely. So yeah, can you, yeah. Can you tell people about what the Young Warriors Project is and why that means so much to you? Absolutely. Young Warriors, um, it's, it's just a great project. It's for fatherless boys. Uh, a good friend of mine, Jason Hill, he started it. Um, in fact, we're doing a, a, a story on his, a movie on his life uh, that I'll talk about. Uh, hopefully I can come back in another time and talk yeah, about that. Definitely. But, you know, he's a, he's this blonde haired, blue eyed kid that grew up in Akron, Ohio. Um, and, and, and uh, you know, some of the hardest streets and how he even made it to school and back. <laughs> it says how resourceful he is in itself, but he was in a dominant black community and was able to, you know, create relationships and find bridges with people um, that you not not many might have been able to do. Um, he's from an a, a addicted mother. He's never met or seen his father, and so 
after you know finding his way to LA, he uh, decided to create a nonprofit uh, for Fatherless Boys, something that could have helped him when he was a kid. And he's helped so many kids and mentor them. He's taught them everything from, you know, taking them to field trips to go see USC football or see the Rams or going to the beach or, you know, showing them how to do a PowerPoint presentation. I, 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 I mentor when I can. I remember years ago, we went to the Nestle um, organization and we went there and they got to create their own kind of candy and see if Nestle would take it on the line. Cool. These are the things that he's doing through this program teaching them how to tie a tie or how to shake hands and make eye contact. And it's a program that I would have wanted when I was a kid. You know, my mom for many years was a single mom. And so it just always touched me. So I wanted to get involved. Um, years ago, there was a time that I had uh, had some uh, connections with Yahoo. I worked at Yahoo years ago. And I remember I was able to get them to give them a huge grant because um, they were I was able to show them why this organization is so cool so I've really been involved for years now with them I love the organization he's now partnered with the Hall of Fame Eric Dickerson most yards in a season nice. still hasn't been broken and nice. they do golf classics invitationals I think they've done seven or eight now and um, and so uh, if anyone wants to learn more about it they can go to youngwarriors.org and they can learn a lot more about the organization and what they're doing and how they're truly helping different kids have experiences that they never would have had if it wasn't for them. And that is amazing. That sounds like an absolutely, am- it's just that I, I almost want to cry. Like that is <laughs> so important to young boys to have that, that father figure, to have that person yeah. to look up to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So speaking of young boys, I'll ask you a question, father to father. So I understand okay. you have, you have four young men that you're raising. I mean, I have four. I have four of them. That never stops. That's right. <laughs> so I, I have three children myself. I have two boys and a girl. Okay. And uh, so for me, you know, I've always wanted to show them, um, you know, the, the right lessons and who, on who to be, how to be, how to use your manners. To, you know, I was raised with my mother's from the South. So I'm I very much with yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. I hold open doors for people. Um, you know, just, you know, cause I, you never know. My mom might be hiding behind something. You can't tell me she's not going to jump out and smack me upside my head. Cause I didn't hold the door for somebody and say, right. yes, ma'am or no, ma'am. It could happen. She would, um, she would too. <laughs> she's scary. Uh, she is. I love her to death, but she's scary. Uh-huh. Uh, she's scary yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but you know, for me, I've always wanted to make sure that I set the proper example and, and the lesson that I, you know, the lessons path for my children. Mm. So for you, what is the the biggest lesson that you want your children to learn from you and what's your biggest sense of pride in all of this man i would say um what defines you uh what i try to teach my my sons is that what defines them is not the things they accumulate or all the money they make which is important and you need to make money But what defines you is how you treat people when there's nothing you can gain from them. That's like a clear picture of who you are inside, how you treat people that you can gain nothing from. And that's what I tell my sons. And I I really want that to be their takeaway. And if they can, if they can remember that, they can keep that, then they're going to be okay. And they're going to be able to contribute to the society and and make it better. Um, And I I take most pride in, in that my sons are, there are those, 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 I remember my son's grandmother, Jared, my first son, my firstborn. And I remember his grandmother said to me one day, you know, 
we were going to the mall and I just wanted to thank you because when we went to the mall, I was about to walk through the door and he said, wait, 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 not, not, not yet. And he opened the door for her Aww. and she was like, she was like, it's just so great to see these aspects and these things that you've instilled in them. And so my sons are really big about that. And um, chivalry is not dead in the Brady house, uh, you know? And so, you yes, know, uh, we all make mistakes. I make mistakes. You know, one of the things that I, I would tell my younger self that um, that I get now is um, don't you they don't have to get it right away and trust that they hear you and and there'll be times when they put it into practice you know but I was I'm always was like you got to get it you got to get it like let's get it and it's like no it, relax it's okay they'll get it so as they've learned things I've learned things and uh, we're both better for it that's a great answer I love that awesome. thank you, you know uh, it's similar to a lot of things I've told my own boys. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's actually one of the things that I'm really grateful that my mother-in-law taught my husband was to be respectful. And the, the number of times that he's like bonked my hand away from things when I'm trying to open a door and I'm like, I can <laughs> open a door myself. He's like, you can, but you don't have to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely can handle the door on your own. You could, but yeah, it's, it, it, I think it does something to men's hearts when they stay in that place of service, you know, mm -hmm. um, for their, for their wife, it, it's, it, it does something. That, the one that gets me the most is if we'll be walking down the street and he moves to the outside so that he's on the street side. Yes, absolutely. Like, Seriously? Like, that's a flag on the play if it doesn't happen. That's oh, I know. <laughs> it is. I mean, when we were dating, even he did that. And I kind of had that moment of the, Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yeah, you that's just, a big deal. You just won yourself some gold stars, <laughs> mister. Like, but he's still doing it. Seven and a half yeah. years later, he's still making sure he's on the he's on the street side. Uh, that's and cool. now he does it with our daughter, and it's even cuter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, look, you, you take a video of that and put it online. It's going to get, I don't know, how many thousand hits. Good night. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And they, they say that the way that a father treats their daughter is the way that she's going to expect men to treat her. And mm. I'm like, oh, nobody's ever going to live up to that. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's my goal. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's my goal. Right. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's going to live up to that. She is going to have the highest standards for how mm. she's supposed to be treated. And as mm. well she should. As, as well she, she should. should. As, as she should. should. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, Derek, I... Oh, 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 I just yeah. want to say this other thing. The other thing too is, as I also teach my sons of how they need to behave and how they need to act, I also try to teach them on what they should receive and what they should look for, and 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 that balance, and that's really yeah. important too, because that's gonna that's gonna contribute to longevity um, in their relationships. So I, that's a big deal too. That is absolutely, yeah, agreed. <laughs> so, like we said at the beginning, we're silly. We do some silly stuff. We do some serious stuff. Okay. Well, now it is time for me to go silly because <laughs> i have been serious for far too long i've already almost cried we need to lighten the mood here a little bit let's so, go <laughs> you can answer this question as serious or as silly as you like but if you were okay. to write a book about your career so far mm. what would its title be and why mm. wow <laughs> what would that be um Uh, man, I don't know. That's a good question. What would it be? What would it be? I don't know. Uh, 
you know mark mark Harmon knew my name i, I would say <laughs> I, I i was i i'm probably would be a question why are you putting them in more movies <laughs> but yeah put them in front i don't know i would have to do something like that yeah there you go put them in front nice yeah yeah excellent awesome. all right derek's so we're at the stage of our show where we like to take our guests through a little bit of a quiz okay it's a quiz about Derek's Brady. Oh. So we're going to see how, how well you know your own career. Okay, let's, All right, see, so let's, let's see. Now, of course, we're going to see how well IMDB knows your career as well, because that's where <laughs> we pulled all this stuff from. And again, all right. if they lie, well, the, you know, they suck. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to call this quiz Name That Year. So what it is, is... Oh, uh, man. There's, there's going to be four questions, four different shows... We're going to give you three possible years, and you have to tell us what year that show was released in. Mm, what year okay. your appearance was released in. Now, okay. out of the four questions, if you get three of those questions right, because we are nerds and we like silly things, we want to send you this book called Custodians of the Cosmos. Okay. Okay? So all it's, right. all about, it's all about a young man who tried to enter something quite like Starfleet, but not like Starfleet, for you know, for litigious reasons. Mm. And... Uh, although he washed out, he did rejoin as a custodian to boldly clean up after those who had boldly just went. Mm. So if you get three questions right, we're going to send you the book. If you okay. get two, two or less questions right, we have a Facebook group of over 204,000 people. And it's just full of memes, all these different and fun things. So if you get less than two correct, the fun sequences, we take your picture, we make a meme out of you, and we put it in the group. All right, we got we got to work this out then. We got to get this right. <laughs> we got to get it right. I don't want to be a meme. <laughs> there you go. But if you did, if you were a meme, it's actually you have some pretty good company. Uh, if you're familiar with the show Phineas and Ferb and its creator Dan Povenmeyer, yeah. Dan Povenmeyer is a, a meme holder. Okay, so, wow. So he didn't do okay. No, so he failed his own quiz. He right, failed his own right. quiz. Yeah, I, all right. I, I think I'm gonna get. I think I'm gonna do well. Let's see. Let's all see. Right. All right, all right. So it is multiple choice. You have you do have a couple options there. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Question number one, and remember, this is the year they were released. Okay. Not when I shot it, but when it was nope. released. Yep. Yes. The Nutty number Professor. One. Got it. Okay. Number one. The Nutty Professor, 1996, 1999, or 1990. Oh, that's a tough one. 96. That is correct. Hey, correct. let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yes. All right. Number two. All right. Jag. Was that 2001, 2010, or 2004? Oh, man. <sighs> Let me get a drink of water and <laughs> yeah, as long as your hands are both in frame, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> right. give, give me those years one more time. Give me the years. All right, two thousand one, two thousand ten, or two thousand four. It's either two thousand four or two thousand ten. It's one of those. Uh, oh man, I, I'm gonna be mad at myself. Two thousand ten, according to IMDb. It was 2004. I knew it. Oh, that's <laughs> man. Uh, All, right. All right. All right. One and one and one. All right. Number three, Boston Legal. Is that 2009, 
2005 or 2012? You guys are not fair with the, the close years. <laughs> uh, give me those years again. 2009, 2005, or 2012? 2005? That is correct. Hey, correct. okay. Let's All right. Go. Two and one. All right, so this is either book or meme land. <laughs> no pressure. All right. All right, the show Johnson, was it released in 2020, 2021, or 2022? Uh, okay. 2021. Very good. Hey, All right. Book. You want a book. I get the book. You I'm get the book. The You're not a meme. <laughs> <laughs> I received that. Yes, I like awesome. that. Thank you. All right. So after after we say our final goodbyes and we we stop recording, hang out for just a second, and we'll get some shipping information from you, and we'll make sure we get that sent out to you. Okay. All right. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, Derek's. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. Where can our viewers and our listeners go to find out more about you and the work you've got coming? Um, you know what? I I I, I communicate and connect all the time on Instagram or you know Facebook or. Twitter, really Instagram a lot, but Derek's Brady, D-E-R-R-E-X-B-R-A-D-Y. They can find me that across all social media. Awesome. Well, we will yeah. definitely link your socials. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And we also want to remind everybody that subscribing is the single most important thing that you can do to ensure that we get more amazing guests like Derek's Brady here today. Have these fun conversations and funny moments for you to listen to. So please subscribe. It helps us more than we can ever really tell you. And please go check out Derek's. You'll, you'll find the links down below on all of his socials. And he's got some great stuff coming up for you guys to be able to enjoy. Go check out Johnson. Also, if for whatever reason you are not happy with the content of our show today, Please feel free to lodge a complaint with the head of our complaint department. That, of course, is the nutty professor or Professor Clump, whoever really answers. <laughs> We're hoping for the real professor since he's not all that into himself and not always trying to make himself look good. Let's face it. If skinny Clump answers, we're screwed. But once he's done dancing and telling all the jokes and before the potion wears off, he's probably going to try and do something against us or at least to get Miss Purdy's attention, whichever happens and whatever it takes. Thanks again, Derek's. Thank you so much. I mean, everybody can catch Johnson Sundays, uh, 8, 7 Central on the West Coast. That's 5 p.m. on Bounce TV. Um, and they can also stream it. There's an app they can download called Brown Sugar, and they can see the entire season one. And they can also, if they just stream, the day after it airs on Sunday nights, they can always uh, watch it that, that the current episode on the app. Perfect. We'll awesome. make sure that gets in the link as well. Yeah, for sure. We'll put that in the notes as well. Awesome. Thank you. All right, right, guys. That's going to conclude us for the FSF podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. And I'm going to try to see if Tim can give me. I want some of these things in the back. What is that? I want some of those. (laughs) Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to get a few more questions right for that. (laughs) We're going to go harder on the questions if that happens. All right. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF podcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact me link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.
Copyright 2022 FSF Podcast. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned on this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by FSF Podcast. The views expressed by the guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at info at fsfpodcast.com. Original music by Jordan Michaels.